0: Hey Saul. Hey Yo. Saul.
1: Hello. Hey Saul. Just close your eyes and I'll take you there. This place is warm without a case. Swim away the of something, something, something me. Me. Who's that? Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray,
0: dude. 90s baby. was so, my jam. Okay, so there's this... I don't... I was never... But we're not talking about it. We're talking (laughs) about, like, this fucking Mexican singer dude that got killed. Oh, fucking... From the drug uh, cartels. Chalino. Chalino. I I just heard about... This This is really interesting. It blows
1: my mind that you just now heard of this thing. Well,
0: growing up, I wasn't really, like, too into Nathaniel music.
1: I fucking hate that music. I still hate it. Uh, It all sounds the same. It all sounds the same. The stories are good, but... I mean, I'd rather just have you tell me the story like you're about to do right now,
0: instead of...
1: Yeah, it all sounds La the same. Like, La was, so,
0: you, you, so you got like the famous ones, like Los Tigres del Norte. Los Tigres del Norte. Um, uh, Los
1: Tucanes de Tijuana, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Pantera. Uh, there,
0: okay, so I have this record, it's called like the, Los Cuatro Hombres, but there's only three beads on the cover. Los Cuatro Hombres? <laughs> but there's, oh, there's only three? think <laughs> <laughs> What, what happened, happened to, to? They yeah, don't what, know how to count. Like, what
1: happened to the fourth? <laughs> Where's the fourth one? He's on the back. <laughs> Flip it. He's yeah. got to be there. No, there's Damn like it. three dudes. Where's the other
0: It's like they probably um, recorded as four dudes and then like they kicked him out. Just to piss him off. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, gonna we're gonna be nice
1: almost a C3. Me vale verga. This is gonna be a Spanish heavy episode. This is the thing, I don't speak Spanish very good at all. It's gonna be, nah, just kidding. But still, <laughs> it's gonna be, I'm, I know some people who I'm gonna tag on this episode. Like my, uh, what's it, my my aunt's husband is super fucking into that shit. Like, that's all he listens to. I'm
0: pretty sure he'll. Um, so he knows who Chelino Sanchez Chalino is.
1: Chelino Sanchez, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Selena, that's my aunt. Shout out! Shout out to my family in Tijuana. This (laughs) one's for you, motherfuckers.
0: So okay, the only reason I really found out about this dude specifically was the way that he died. How did he die? So he played a show in Mexico, and someone came up to him, handed him a note, and he reads the note. He crumples it up and fucks, throws it off. Meet you backstage. Yeah, and then big boy. And then um.
1: He, continue,
0: he he finishes his show right yeah. but later that night uh, he gets accosted by like federales right But or what he thinks are federales but they're really drug traffickers and then he's found dead with a, like two bullets in the back of his brain like he was killed execution style that's what he gets for playing the same song over and over <laughs> but what made Chilino Sanchez famous was he was known as the singing narco carritos
1: Los Corridos, yeah. yeah. So, I'm guessing uh, he would sing about like the deaths and the killings, pretty much like the
0: uh,
1: the life of a cartel or whatever. Like real,
0: like real shit. That like kid. like, real, like yeah. a lot of times they would sing shit that was made up, that made it kind of seem like it was that, real. like like
1: it hinted. So, but he was singing, like, naming names. Yeah, he was naming names, like. Uh, Fucking Pedro Me chingó <laughs> a mi morra Y me, me pegó a la verga And something like yeah. So you tell him a story And it probably The the cartels probably heard it And they were like Oh Fucking give this fool a warning If he sings shit like this like, It's but they were also bad like bad Or some shit They were
0: also really like Stoked when he would sing them But well, they yeah. were also super pissed off At yeah, the same well, time
1: I mean maybe Maybe one song Got him super so It's like Oh but Tocará de Chavino, that's my song Or whatever yeah. And then they would be super ant, But then maybe Kind of like in the rap game or whatever Yeah, when like they're dropping
0: real life shit They would
1: sing about different shit And all of a sudden they got beef It's like, hey, what the fuck But these fools, like cartel fools Are probably like They don't fuck around Like you get a warning and then if you Don't cut your fucking head off And then put it on a tortoise Out in the mm-hmm. desert And fucking cut your balls off you Yeah know?
0: So I wrote like kind of some of this taken from articles, news stories, and stuff about Chilino Sanchez, and this is a fascinating tale for me. I grew up in like Mexican culture, but not like the way fucking Mexico is Mexico. Yeah, I was yeah. a Chicano, or right? I grew up like, like yeah, just you're, like
1: you. You didn't you didn't grow up in TJ fucking throwing eating dirt and shit like that. <laughs> eating dirt. <laughs> That's what they eat in TJ. Yeah, dude,
0: or tacos. Play, play with dirt and stuff like that. And your dog has like missing hair and shit <laughs> so i de- i i definitely identify in this culture but a lot of like it's always been a weird thing for me where like people think oh you're too white to be mexican or like yeah, oh you're too I, mexican to be white
1: i get the same thing too They're like oh you're not fucking mexican you're like fucking my girlfriend thought i was white dude, when she first met me i was like what <laughs> that's impossible <laughs> he was like, i thought you were just like a really tan white guy i was like what the fuck he's like because of the way I talk or whatever. Yeah,
0: we talk like Southern California surfers. Hell yeah, bra! And all my cousins are like cholo's, and like a lot of my cousins were gang members at one point, point. and they're all normal dudes now. Like they they don't still gang bang, and all their kids don't oh, gang bang, gang or they're never gang That's not like a thing anymore. Members. No, yeah. it was a very specific time from the late, the early '80s, mid '80s into going into like the mid. 90s When it was a Really popular Or not really popular Just like Yeah I've overtook been, the whole culture you We were going cholos. to school And you had your little Cholo kids
1: Charlie Holmes So full Yeah So full, so
0: full. And then you got like All those uh, movies About me- uh, Chicano culture Like uh, American Me Mi Familia Blah I love that movie La Familia, familia.
1: Matos Locos Forever see. Yeah
0: Mi Mi Gente
1: I Like my dad uh, Was uh, super Mexican I only met him once But I I wish I could hear uh, My brother would probably Be able to tell me Some stories I wonder if he was like Involved in any of that shit Cause he's straight from Mexico
0: Yeah So my dad When my parents divorced He moved to El Paso uh, And started doing Drug running for the cartels From Ciudad Juarez no, sure. So he was Ciudad he, Juarez so he went to federal prison for like eight years because he got caught. And he didn't rat out nobody because if you would have ratted him out, he'd be fucking dead as disco. Yeah, he would have been dead as disco.
1: Yeah, dude, they will fucking kill your ass.
0: So let's talk about this guy because this is a really interesting story for me. I just found out about this. Form. Yeah, tell me about All Chilino. Right. People who don't have direct connection to Mexican culture may not be aware or know about the story of Chelino Sanchez. I myself, growing up in a very Chicano Mexican American environment, just recently found about this fucking dude, and uh, felt, we felt compelled to do an episode about him because this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> his story is very nuanced and complex, and his music is kind of annoying. His music sucks, <laughs> but it's a story of legend that makes his music just as popular today as it ever was a decades ago. He popularized the narco corrido genre of norteño music, singing songs of real drug dealers, real drug traffickers. And the real murders and crimes that they were committing in a romanticized way that revealed the truth of that lifestyle never heard before. So he was one of the first dudes that started singing like openly about like, these fools.
1: Gangster kind
0: of Yeah. Of yeah,
1: I mean I was fucking I I don't know. I mean
0: yeah. <laughs> According noises. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> These songs enthralled the listeners in ways that couldn't be understated, opening up Pandora's doors box of secrets that were many too te- many were too terrified to speak about openly. But here they were sung with confidence and empathy. And the drug cartels Didn't want their la- Dirty laundry Being sung about And heard by millions On the radio uh, But they were too Sometimes flattered Hearing their ex- Exploits in song This also makes Ch- Chilino Sanchez Public enemy Number one As far as the Cartels were concerned It's freedom of speech let see Tie it back to the pirates Dead men tell no tales Dead men tell no So tales. this This vato had to go Captain Chilino Sanchez <laughs> Be telling too many tales even see that so, his, uh, he was born Rosalino Sanchez Felix, uh, born in Las Flechas, a small ranch in Sinaloa. He was the youngest of seven, and like many ranchers, he grew up poor and lived a difficult life. Um, his sister, Juana, called him a curious and mischievous child. He always dreamed about becoming a singer. Juana um, la Cubana. His birth name was Rosalino, but he preferred Chilino. Because Rosalina sounded too feminine
1: Because it does And also fucking every Mexican has a nickname No matter what Yeah, thing. no That's matter like what I've had them I have them You probably have them
0: my, well, my my uncle used to call me Binky Binky, there you go I don't go. understand what that had to do with like, anything Binky
1: and Sometimes they don't make sense, dude yeah. you? you just gotta roll with it Sometimes you get a stupid one My sister's nickname growing up was Chiquita Banana They call it Chiquita Banana mine, <laughs> mine was Gerber Gerber
0: was the fucking baby food. Swag ass one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 1975, when he was 15, his sister was raped by Chapo Perez, a rich and dangerous man allegedly tied to many cartels. Uh, and two years later, in 1977, a 17 year old Chilino saw the man at a party and shot him in revenge, killing him for the crime. So he found this fool, like, if I ever see this fool who raped my sister... Yeah, dude. He's gonna get x out, and that's what Chilino did. Fuck so he yeah. fucking killed that fool. I guess that's just, like, for people, like, you know. Yeah, he dude. killed He killed a dangerous dude. That's now he's, like... Yeah, he oh, so he killed the, uh, the Chapo? He killed uh, Chapo Perez, yeah. Chapo, I forgot At, about that fool. After committing this act, Sansej left for Tijuana to escape repercussions of this act, and during this time in Tijuana, he worked as a quillote, uh, smuggling immigrants into the United States These were and are still Vile and ruthless people who depend On them Who People who depend on them were usually cheated out of their goods Abused and outright abandoned In the desert Like the fucking oh, coyotes Yeah, the fucking coyotes <laughs> are fucking... Los
1: coyotes te van a comer la verga yeah. Pinches <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thing I, I noticed About these people I don't know what Chalino looks like But most of these... uh, He's a skinny dude. He looks like you, kind of, actually. Oh, so he's hot. So he has a big, giant hat. Big old hat. (laughs) I need to get me one of those big hats. Yeah. Uh, A lot of these uh, corridos artists, they're like these big, fat, Mexican, dark-skinned guys. Fails as fuck, ugly as shit, big uh, mustaches, and they're surrounded by tall, beautiful-ass fucking women and shit. They're just like little chubby men fucking singing their balls off. That's just funny to me, dude. I don't know. It's just like these ugly, big hatted motherfuckers. No, he was a skinny dude. He's that skinny. I never seen him. Like, uh, I know. I know he's got a lot of fans out there and shit. And like, one of the reasons I fucking just hate this music is because I told you before, I worked uh, at a warehouse with uh, most of my my coworkers were all Mexicans, and we, we they could play the radio and it was non stop corridos, eight hours a fucking day. Fucking Monday through Non-stop. Friday. Dude. I'm fucking over it, dude. It's fucking garbage. But yeah.
0: Anyways, <laughs> I just
1: wanted I just wanted to vent.
0: Yeah. Uh Cholino himself crossed into the United States as an undocumented migrant worker. Uh, he had a few odd jobs, but eventually began helping his older brother Armando run an immigrant smuggling operation. In nineteen eighty four Cholino's brother Armando was shot and killed in a hotel in Tijuana. Matelo. <laughs> Which uh, inspired Cholino to comp- to compose his first corrido or ballad. Uh, also around this time, Cholino was arrested for a multitude of crimes, and while his time in the Tijuana prison, he began composing songs for his fellow inmates and anyone that had a story worth telling. Cholino eventually used his talent to earn money throughout uh, his compositions, and would be gifted with guns and presents by his customers. So all the fools when he was in jail was like, "Hey, sing a song about me." Homie. He's like, uh-huh. "Okay, I'll sing a song about you." It's like, "Here's a gun." <laughs> then right, hey. una pistola, yeah. canta por mí,
1: canta por mí, chalino. <laughs> <laughs> chalino number one. Yo,
0: Pedro, <laughs> mi amigo, es noche, en el estivo desparado. <laughs> Pedro, cuando me tocas, me
1: gusta mucho. <laughs>
0: Dame un pistol Ay, 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 Pedro Pedro. Como
1: te extraño Pedro, que
0: gusto de verte That's pretty good That's actually a song We can (laughs) do that, yeah (laughs) Okay, so uh, he started singing songs About all the people That he was in prison with And that started kind of uh, inspired him to see, keep singing song, more songs about the cartels and people keep in the and that Because the, they were like, down for it. They were down for it. Yeah,
1: dude, people... You Mexicans will fucking play that shit all goddamn day and night and just get drunk on the same fucking beat, dude.
0: Yeah, so... Um, really gets their dicks hard. Cholino saw this as an opportunity to romanticize a world no one was really privy to, singing things about... Uh, what others would see as brutal, but for many was just their way of life. Uh, and Gentileno was soon released from prison and made his way back to Los Angeles to focus on his music career. So this fool, was like, all right, I got it. I got my gimmick. I got my in. Yeah. I just... got all these stories from fools. I'm gonna fucking blow up the spot, son. Yeah, dude. Yeah, if it makes you money, dude, whatever it takes. Like,
1: yeah, dude, that's like you're just making shit up based on real events. Yeah. It's like making a movie about it.
0: Yeah. So he started writing songs about drug dealers, drug smugglers, coyotes and the underworld of the Mexican cartels, knowing he was lifting the veil on a world that many knew about but never really felt safe enough to speak openly about without reprisal. So, everyone knew this shit was going on, right? But then they just don't want it to just ever stop. Talk not,
1: not talking, not singing about the big elephant in the. Yeah. <laughs> the big
0: elephant in the big room. Yeah. So Is it in a small room? Is it a small, small room? room. Okay, a small room. It would be a small room. Yeah, it would be a tiny room. In 1989, Cholino recorded his first cassette of 15 songs. Cassette. and Yes, cassette <laughs> hey, dude. That's how old school was. While selling his kids, he was selling the cassettes out of his the car, the trunk of his car.
1: Damn, old school.
0: Uh, Cholino would stock tapes at local swap meets, bakeries, and various other businesses around South Central Los Angeles. And he he, he eventually connected with another Mexican immigrant, Pedro Rivera, who had set up a small recording studio in Long Beach. Pedro Rivera. Uh, Pedro!
1: And
0: and this studio allowed aspiring musicians to record on the cheap. Cholino and Rivera pioneered the prohibited corridos, corrido prohibido, I know. Corrido
1: a... Prohibido yeah. Tres pesos la hora Por una rola
0: Songs that myth- mythologize Drug Smugglers, Murders and Violantes Violantes, you i saying right? What? Valientes Valientes Yeah Like Brave? Yeah, for the bad, yeah. bad guys When you to play um, What's that fucking game? Loria There's El Violente Loteria El Violente El,
1: el Valiente Yeah Las Damas, La Sirena, Las Ohio, Damas, La Verga, la chalupa, la chalupa, El Taco Bell, El
0: Steven, <laughs> Mucho seduces, El Borracho. Yeah, El Borracho is yeah, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, promoters across the Southlands quickly sought to book Chilino in their clubs. Uh, and He sung his songs in a cadence and uh, with a senile Sinaloa slang—something no big singer had ever tried to do. His unique voice and the content of his songs provided uh, to be very influential for years to come. So this fucker started that whole.
1: Yeah, he started every, all the corridos because yeah. of him. While wow, we just hear corridos at work all fucking day yeah. long. His order.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Cholino. <laughs> yeah, so now it's like when you go down to fucking the fucking dick. job site. Here, nothing but fucking banda And if
1: you say, do you like corridos, you say yes. Because <laughs> yes. they'll
0: give you a hard
1: time <laughs> like, no, let's, let's, at let's the cartridge company.
0: So working in construction, I have met, like, well, also my co-workers were mostly Mexican, right? And I don't speak a fucking word of Spanish. Yeah. And then they like, come up to me and like, start, like, hey, like, What? What <laughs> <laughs> Like what, man? You don't speak Spanish? Come, come on, come on, man. What's, what's wrong today. with you, man? You don't have no pride, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude, I hear when people say that. It's like, no, I just prefer to speak English. Thank you very much, sir. You're in America, goddammit. <laughs> would you <laughs> would you like fries with that order, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Could you get get back to the task at hand, sir? Yeah, can you please focus on what we're doing? <laughs> Uh, I need I need this drywall put up Este vato no sabe nada This This fucking Uh, Okay so His notoriety would not come without consequences On January 25th 1992 Cholino was performing at the Plaza de los Arcos Restaurant and nightclub In the desert city of Coachella 120 miles east of Los Angeles So this was playing This fool was playing Coachella Before Coachella was fucking all hip With the Kardashians and shit
1: Damn Kardashian? Yeah. They,
0: There's no Paris Hilton at this picture.
1: Oh, damn. She's popping off.
0: She is popping off. She's a DJ now. Oh DJ. You Paris Hilton sex tape? I've seen her
1: shovel like a pineapple up herself in South Park. Remember that episode? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> that was good stuff. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, reportedly, Chilino was set to perform at 10 p.m. on the main stage. Uh, the center was at maximum capacity... 400 people were there in attendance. That's Is it. it? Yeah, maximum capacity. Oh, I thought 400 yeah. people. It's a big crowd. And then the one elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah, during his performance, Chilino began taking song requests from the audience. Um, Let's <laughs> in? Yeah, Edward, Eduardo Gallegos, 32, a local unemployed mechanic of Thermal, California, under the influence of heroin and alcohol, requested El Gallo de Sinaloa," which afterward Gallo... Gallegos jumped on stage and pulled a twenty-five caliber pistol at Chelino. Oh. So this fool, like, he's, he's got his request, right? And then he's like, you're not singing it right. Uh, and he like, jumped on stage. And tries, rola,
1: me pasa un chingo, no lo estás cantando bien. <laughs> this fool just, like,
0: <laughs> jumps on stage and pulls a gun and him. And it's like, you sing this song better, buddy, or I'm going to shoot you. That's fucked up. He's all like, oh, "Okay." So in retaliation, Chilino pulled his own 10 millimeter pistol from a waistband, and a gun battle ensued. Ba ba ba, ba ba. <laughs> the guy ba ba, ba those first four shots hit Chilino twice in the chest, near his armpit, striking his lung. And one bullet hit the the Ignacio Nacho Hernandez. All these Mexicans do have Ignacio Nacho. The die. Chulino shot Miss Gallo and it accidentally struck a 20-year-old Claudio Rene Carranza. This fucking gets gnarly. And the right leg hitting the main artery and was later pronounced dead at John F. Kennedy Memorial Hospital. Whoa. So Jolino just killed, accidentally killed a fool in this gun battle because this fool jumped on stage and pulled the trigger. it's flying son. And also, he had a gun on. He really was armed. Yeah, he was fucking prepared, dude. He was. It's like, no one's going to fuck with him. They me. probably thought the gun was, like, uh, just for the show. Yeah, so Sanchez and Gallegos opened fire at each other while ensuing in a brief chase into the crowd below. Nine to fifteen shots were fired, and around seven people were reportedly hit in the exchange as well. Gallegos was wrestled to the floor by bandstander. Now, Gallegos and the bandstander wrestled until eventually Gallegos was shot in the face with his own pistol. What? what? <laughs> Gallegos and Sanchez were both listed as critical... Condition and transported to the Desert Regional Hospital in Palm Springs. That shit went off the rails Did you fast. You song
1: about that, <laughs> yeah. You son of a bitch. Shit bitch
0: <laughs> that shit went off the rails fast, son. Yeah, dude. That shit was crazy. I, like I, I was would never, there. I was shit, like, I felt crazy. like I was there. Like, be on stage and like, play my song. Like, alright, I'll play your song. I'm gonna jump on stage and I'm gonna shoot you now. Oh, shit. I son. didn't like the way you sang <laughs> it. See, oh, now there's a gun battle. Remember, you know
1: you know how, like, sometimes
0: artists sing it different from the recording? Yeah, That's probably, probably what really he did. He didn't on. like that, dude. Yeah. Got fuck really that. Uh, Charlino Sanchez was in the hospital for 11 days and then was uh, officially released home without any charges due to self-defense. Uh, Edro, Eduardo Gallego survived his wounds but was convicted of the crime and sentenced 15 years to jail. Dude. So the dude, like, I guess he's the one that starred that shit.
1: Yeah, dude, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: Uh, the shooting so kind of made uh, the shooting made world news to, uh, in both English and Spanish language newspapers. Chino saw success with his sales and began getting more airplay on the radio. Although it was a single and old-fashioned non narco song called "Nueves de Enero" uh, that made it most popular. Did Neves, I say that right,
1: "Nueves de Enero."
0: Yeah, Is yeah, that ever heard it? I never heard it.
1: It probably sucks. It probably
0: sounds like. I'm not nervous, dinero. I don't know, dinero. Estoy en mi mano, solito, solito. That's pretty much that. like that. On point. This attempted assassination only built upon Chilano's folklore and outlaw status among his fans and the people who felt he was the only one who spoke about the life they lived in. The more famous and notorious he became, the greater the danger grew, and Chilito, after this incident, never wavered from it, making him the legend that he is seen to be today. We still got a little more shit. This is where he gets assassinated. This is the cool uh. part. His assassination would create such a legend and legacy that to this day, keeps So Center Sanchez one of the most important and notorious Northango singers that... Uh, of the most this is what I wrote. Makes him a badass motherfucker. He's one bad <laughs> badass. Badass motherfucker. Uh, that ever fucked around and found out.
1: <laughs> it's
0: a I don't know why I wrote it that way. It's really funny. But anyway, so this this uh, on May nineteen ninety two, after the cochil incident, during a performance at Salon Bugambias in And uh Chilina was handed a note from someone in the crowd. This note is to believed to have been a death threat. Play the song better. It's yeah. all the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come back for you. Uh, a video recording of the song Alma and Morada shows Shalino crumpling up the note in disgust, yet being jarred visibly before singing the song. After midnight, Chelino drove away from the club with two of his brothers and a cousin and several young women. They were pulled over by a group of armed men in black Chevrolet Suburbans. They showed state police ID cards and told Chilino that their comandante wanted to see him. So they were basically, like, posing as uh, federales. Chilino agreed and got into one of the cars while the others followed behind. The following day, at 6 in the morning, two farmers found Chilino's body in an irrigation canal near Highway 15, near the neighborhood of Los Loares Culican. He was blindfolded and his his wrists had rope marks. He had been shot in the back of the head, twice execution style. Damn. There was much... Uh, more he speculation about it coming. Uh, How this all happened If he willingly accepted his fate No one knows for sure What was written on that note It could have threatened him or, it could have, or his family Or his whole band And their families The truth will never be known It just had a picture Of somebody <laughs> Drew a dick on him <laughs> yeah, it. like, oh, But what <laughs> is known what? His death created a mythology That will live forever Since his death His fame and recordings Have only grown in popularity uh, the people he sang about were also long dead or incarcerated, and their crimes and power overtaken by a newer generation, uh, continuing a legacy of death and destruction in amongst the cartels. Cholino still amasses millions of streams three decades after his death and remains popular with young Hispanic listeners, if not only for the authenticity of his voice, uh, his story, and his ability to reveal the great truth that we want to pretend doesn't
1: yeah. So that's a gnarly story. The,
0: <laughs> the story that interests me is that this fool is like performing on stage. Some fool came up to him, handed him a note. He's like, don't know what that note says. And the next day, he's "Don't dead. Don't play. If you finish yeah. this show, then it's kind of like... Yeah, the don't fuck, sing these songs. Don't sorry. sing
1: that one song. And I said, but that's the hit. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, my that's, my name. Name. that's my jam, son. He just said, fuck it, dude. He just said, he's a... He's like punk
0: rock. He like you didn't oh, even like yeah.
1: give a shit. Like fuck it, I'm just going. Yeah, yeah, fuck it, dude, I'm it, I'm doing it live. Yeah, man. Uh, Charlino, tato la madre. That's what you said. Like he said he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Tato la madre, Charlino. Correct. I, mean, I really don't care. You don't this much, tato la madre, this <laughs> madre. Tato la madre, des a la verga. Grave. <laughs>
0: Nunca le